Mood killers. A lot of strange things come out of our mouths. We're mouth maestros. Eddie Baroa. Well, we have various uh, contestants that are going to hop on the Marconi nonsense bowl. Marconi baloney. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Marconi pony. I'm like, listen. The Marco- uh, Oh, thank you. There we go. That's even better. The Marconi pony. Okay, <laughs> we're going to have various contestants hop on the Marconi waiting. pony. You set me up to say that. You, uh, you knew I would <laughs> say that. Mood killers. You some content. Daddy made you your favorite open wipe. Here comes the content. It's a beautiful day to stay inside. Greetings, mood killers. Welcome. My name is Eddie. How's it going? And I am sitting along with a man who purrs like a kitten when you feed him a plate of spaghetti. His name is Marconi Bologna. Mood killers. Everybody loves spaghetti, but not ragu. Not ragu. I like to make it with a little Parmesan cheese and butter, you know? Um... Now, but but you are you are very much against ragu. Uh, we were talking about uh, <laughs> jarring. Uh, it's a long thing to get into. We were talking about, but basically, I learned that you Just, are very, very, very anti ragu. I was raised a certain way that you make your own. Your your Nona uh, will sit you down, yeah. and you'll stand on your cooking stool when you're a kid. I don't know if you had a cooking stool in your Nana's kitchen. But I did, and I would sit there. With a there, wooden spoon, you'd like, hold that, right? Like a sous chef, yeah. Like I would sit there, yeah. and I would stir the, the sauce, and uh, Nana would make uh, homemade gravy, as we called it. And so but so when somebody just says, uh, yeah, I just got a jar of ragu, I mean, nothing against if you enjoy that, that's your thing. But as a person who's who knows how to make it, and it's not that hard to do, it's very it's a, it's a threat. Oh, really? Somebody, yeah. You know, I know. Actually, I know what you're talking about, and I just wanted to tell you that uh, I, I get it because you know I I came from an Italian family too, and like yeah. ragu was always something that was made fun of. And it, you're right; it is an insult to when you come from an Italian family where the the sauce is made uh, by scratch to to reference to talk about ragu and to to offer that to your your guests, your family. You would never do that. And I do but, feel uh, bad for the company ragu because they've done nothing. It, it's actually not that bad. Uh, you know, oh. but, oh. um, but, but you do need to make your own, uh, if you are Italian, I, I would, I, I guess would, uh, if say. you, if you're going to do ragu, by the way, ragu does have sugar in it. They add sugar. Uh, a lot of these sauces Yeah, that's do. a big no, no. Uh, you know, unless you're, you could add like a little bit of sugar if you're trying to get the acidity down, but I don't like to do it. I, yeah, but, I don't think that it, uh, but at yeah. least add some, you know, fresh ingredients into the mix. If yeah. you're going to use ragu. Oh Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you have to like get some ground beef at, at the very least. Uh, maybe <laughs> if you want to do that, that could be good. <laughs> the beef. Yeah. Hey, no, some the, beef in the, there. The uh, beef. I mean, yeah, you can add beef into the gravy. Some, uh, some do, basil. Yeah, yeah, do the fresh ingredients and yeah. maybe uh, some, some sauteed onions in there, some st- things like that that are just not everyone does. You know, they just pour the jar of gravy into the pot, heat it up, and plop it onto the spaghetti. Right. But uh, well, I'm gonna but, have to get your uh, your your gravy recipe, as you say. I don't know if I can give it. I'll have to ask permission. I think <laughs> it's uh, that deep um, in the family. Yeah, I'll have to come uh, over. Oh, and it, make oh it really? For you. It's a. Uh, <laughs> why don't you just send me a few jars? <laughs> just a jar of it. Yeah, okay. No. Yeah, send me a few jars. Uh, it's mood killers. 
Find us on uh, social media, Mood Killers on Facebook, Instagram, we're on TikTok. We're on everything. So uh, just come say what's up. We can also email us anytime, uh, moodkillers at AOL.com. Marconi, on the show, a lot of strange things come out of our mouths, (laughs) and we like to uh, isolate these various sounds. We're mouth maestros. That's right. And just an example for the listeners, like, so they know what I'm talking about. Like, Marconi and I will pass back and forth these various audio clips of (laughs) weird sounds that come out of each other's voices. Yeah, so, for example. (laughs) And they're like, well, you better. uh, Yeah, so this is a few examples. That's one of my personal favorites, that last one. So I thought we could turn this into a little game. Oh, uh, gosh. This game is called, and I'm using particularly uh, various things that have come out of your mouth. So this oh. is called the Marconi Nonsense Rodeo. Okay. Now, <laughs> why is it a rodeo, do you ask? I well, am. we have various uh, contestants that are going to hop on the Marconi Nonsense Rodeo. Uh, bull. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Marconi pony. I'm like, listen. The Marco- uh, oh, thank you. There we go. That's even better. The Marconi pony. Okay, we're going to have various contestants hop on the Marconi waiting. pony. You set me up to say that. You uh, you knew I would <laughs> say that. <laughs> and uh, here's the way it's going to work. These contestants are going to be on the phone. They're going to pick up the phone and when you hear their voice, you need to guess how long they're going to stay on the Marconi pony. I'm going to oh. stop the audio. Okay. And then you're going to guess how long they're going to stay on the Marconi pony with the uh, nonsense sounds going over the phone. On so you calls. just randomly call people. And right. then if they hang up, then uh, I Well, have they're to all get- going to hang up. Okay. You just have to guess how long they're going to stay on that Marconi so pony. It's a rodeo. Call people and just start playing these random mouth right. effects. Right, right, right. <laughs> so we could do one. Uh, you'll get it as we go. Here we go. Here's the first one. How can I help you? Okay, so this is the first contestant. How long do you think uh, this uh, this nice woman is going to stay on? Based on her, how can I help you? I would say she's all about business. She doesn't have time for it. So um, less than three seconds. Because okay, is, is yeah, eight seconds the total seconds. goal? Is that what they're? I mean, it just I I will. I mean, there's really no goal here. The goal is oh. for you to just guess correctly how long okay. they stay on. But okay. you say less than three seconds. Okay, well, good. Okay. That, that's good. Here we go. How can I help you? Okay, so four <laughs> seconds. It was four <laughs> seconds. You were pretty close there. <laughs> she would have clicked down See, far longer, but she was like trying to figure out what the hell's going on here. Yeah, it's uh, the Marconi Nonsense Rodeo, seeing how long these folks will stay on the line, which is crazy uh, noises coming out of Marconi's voice or mouth and nothing more. So here's the next contestant. Spoka. So how long do you think this gentleman's going to stay He'll stay on for at least 10 seconds. He's got that vibe of like he might be ready to party at any moment. He doesn't really care as much about his job. Okay, here we go. Spoka. You said about five seconds. <laughs> yeah. Five seconds. Yeah. Uh, next contestant. And I can help you today. Yeah. How long do you think oh, he's going to stay on? Well, that's, uh, and I can help you today. That's Larry. And he's yeah. uh, he's very breathy, by the way. He's very close mic. <laughs> like he's got a headset on for sure, right? How can I help you today? How can I help you today? Because you can hear every breath. Yeah. 
Right. And it's, it kind of tickles your ear a little bit, like ASMR sort of. <laughs> and I can help you today. Uh, <laughs> I would say he'll stay on uh, less than 10 seconds, maybe eight. And I can help you today. Better be what? No, 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 no. Okay, he stayed on six seconds. Oh, that's close. <laughs> <laughs> he stayed on the Marconi pony six seconds. Just... All right, we are playing the Marconi Nonsense Rodeo. This is a game where we have isolated various clips of Marconi on the show, making strange sounds into his microphone that were never intended to go over the air. <laughs> and they're like, well, you better that should be have to be on my dating profile, those noises. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're seeing how long people will put up with these sounds on a phone call. So here's the next contestant. Marconi has to guess how long uh, this person will stay on what we're calling the Marconi pony. Can I direct your call? Can I direct your call? She definitely sounds like she's got a New York, an East Coast accent. Maybe even a Boston one. I can't tell for sure. One of the yeah. two. Probably so, a no-nonsense type of person. Yeah, she's not having any of it. She's already done with this. Maybe maybe four seconds. Can I direct your call? And they're like, well, you better not. Excuse me? Excuse me? <laughs> better be what? No, no. <laughs> I just, excuse me? Excuse me? Excuse me? Uh, <laughs> she stayed on for 13 seconds. She probably has been scolded for hanging up too quickly before or something. She's <laughs> like, listen, right? I try with these people. Uh, just the, gro- read, uh, the growling yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Could you imagine being a person on the other end like, getting growled <laughs> at over the phone? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, is this person possessed by a demon or something? But What's also, going on? I mean, why would you be calling these customer service lines if you had an emergency? But <laughs> what if it was? Like, what if the only number you could remember is their customer service number? It was the last on your phone or something? <laughs> 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 Click. Uh, one last contestant. Here we go. How much about your call? How long do you think he'll stay on? He seems like he's got one foot out of the door. Maybe this is his last <laughs> 15 minutes at work, and he had to take one more call before he left. And lucky him, it was uh, whatever I am. And he, so he's <laughs> he's not interested. He's probably going to hang up with uh, less than five seconds. How much about your call? And they're like, well, you better not. Sorry, who is it? Better be what? No, 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 no. Hold on. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Let me give you to the manager on duty. <laughs> How can I help you? And they're like, well, you better not. <laughs> so that one is a little bit of a... A trick because he transferred you to the manager. Yeah. Uh, to, in total, you got 26 seconds out of that. And wow. uh, he put up with you for 13. Oh, my and gosh. And then the manager put up with you for seven seconds. Wow. So I got all the way up to the top. Just I just my- like how he's like, I'm not dealing with this. You can talk to my boss. I don't get paid <laughs> enough for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If it was your dad doing that, yes, that might be a little bit embarrassing. Like, oh my gosh, my dad's over there high off his ass, dancing around, shirtless, pouring beers over his head. I don't know that guy. Mood killers. Eddie, what is something that gets 
so much unnecessary hate. I always feel like things like, uh, you like if you're a, a fan of a sports team that, that yeah. you weren't always a fan of, it's I hate it because if your team and nobody, I'm, I'm like a casual sports fan. I watch the baseball games and football games, but I don't have all the jerseys. And if, if I walk down the hallway, I'm not like, I can't believe so-and-so did. I'm not talking about it. You know, I'm not like sports talk radio guy or anything like that, mm -hmm. but I do enjoy, uh, the entertainment value of it. And so I will get into players and stuff like that. It, it, a lot of times, if a team goes to like the World Series, like the Cubs did, I've been a Cubs fan yeah. since I was a little kid when they are horrible losers. And um, suddenly your fandom comes into question. Oh, now you like the Cubs. No, And then suddenly it's like this thing where you have to prove it. Like, see, here's a picture of me when I was five. And a, I don't have those because I never had like a Cubs jersey or my, my my family is too poor. We didn't couldn't buy a Cubs jersey. What are you talking about? So yeah. um, uh, so anyway, <laughs> it just it's that's maddening. I'm I'm so much more comfortable with my my team that I like. All the the hyped World Series champion fans are gone again. Like they're just they've dissipated. Yeah, there there are a lot of bandwagoners, aren't there? Uh, this just happened with the Colorado Avalanche recently. Oh yeah. And they, uh, just won the Stanley Cup. I'll I'll tell you, like uh, nobody in that town, nobody uh, likes the Colorado Avalanche. Nobody for, like, does. Three, three guys. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> then, it, you know, I I know a lot of people. Oh yeah. In the area, and uh, <laughs> it, it was just like everybody was suddenly an Avalanche fan. Oh like, yeah. Everybody. They, had, they ordered jerseys. They had you know they painted their faces and oh yeah. Yeah, so like literally everybody, and they're they're you know they're going wild at the bar. It's packed, and like I think most people like these bandwagoners just want an excuse to to go to a bar. I, that's kind of yeah. what it seems like. And I, you know, and I've been guilty of this before too. Been too hard in the paint for a team. Like, why do I care if they win or lose? Like, doesn't matter to me. But I've actually right. had situations and relationships where, in the middle of the game, say we were both rooting for the same team. And my significant other rooted for uh, the other team because they were winning and I got mad and then we didn't <laughs> talk for a couple of weeks. And I'm like, who is this guy? I don't care. Like, why do I even care? Uh, but I, I love it when people get emotional over sports and it's, it's ridiculous. I have a friend and he was having a Super Bowl party and it was when um, Peyton Manning was uh in the uh, no it was it was it was I think just before it was like just the game before the Super Bowl. Oh okay. Peyton Manning was playing and they ended up losing and didn't make it to the Super Bowl. And he got so emotional at this party that <laughs> after that loss he he locked himself in his bedroom and wasn't to be seen the rest of the <laughs> evening. And he was the host of the party. Oh, God. And, I, and I was like what's going on here? <laughs> Do I leave? <laughs> yes, that's your that's your cue. You just go home. You take all the yeah. food that's not nailed down with you in a baggie, and you get the hell out of Dodge. But you know, the funny thing is, everybody kind of stayed and hung out for a few more hours, and I, I hope he felt really awkward. <laughs> he was probably passed out in his bedroom. Eddie, <laughs> uh, we're, we're talking about what is something that gets so much unnecessary hate, and we were talking about this the other day, dads at music festivals. Like people oh, always yeah. see those dads who are really, you know, usually they're pretty high or tuned up somehow and right. they're dancing around and 
you know, most people are 18 to 25. And then this dad, you know, this, this older guy is there and they kind of look out of place, but people get really uncomfortable with it or somehow. And I, you know, I, I, it's weird to me cause this is news to me that people get uncomfortable about this, but there was that big thread on the internet where this guy started crap and he's like, if you're over 35, you don't belong at music festivals. But most people uh, agree with you and me and say this, you know, go at, at any age, who cares? Yeah. But do you, do you really think that, um, that's, I don't know, people in their early twenties or whatever get, they, they feel awkward if there's a, a 50 or 45 year old guy at like a, a music festival. Do you think just that, like that, the that, dads that, yeah? that make that supposedly make people feel uncomfortable? I could care less if they're uncomfortable. It's not there. Yeah. They're not the gatekeepers of who can go to something or not go to something. And nine times out of 10, the dads that aren't there are paying for the people that are there. So right. everyone needs to calm down. Not a, most people don't buy their own ticket because the, the, the music festivals are so expensive now that you got to like take out a loan just to, just to go in. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and you know, like uh, most, most like younger people in their like early twenties that I've encountered are really cool and nice, but there are a lot that uh, are some that are ageist and they do get upset if there's an older person at a music festival or whatever. But what I love about that is these idiots, forget that someday they're going to get old too. Cause yeah. everybody ages. Right. And it's like, they just look, they make themselves look so bad. Really? Just, just, they just come across as a jerk is all it is. It's just a sign of unintelligence. Like you're not that smart. If you haven't figured out that right. this is how life works. And, but it is at the same time, like if it was your dad doing that, yes, that might be a little bit embarrassing. Like, Oh my gosh, my dad's over there high off his ass dancing around uh, shirtless, you know, right. <laughs> pouring beers over his head. I don't know. I don't know that guy, but it's not your dad. Right. It's just some, uh, somebody else. Just think about this. It's not your dad. It's somebody else's dad over there <laughs> and be right. glad it's not if, if that's embarrassing to you. But and another right. thing I think that gets a lot of hate that um, I think suddenly the internet just turned on a couple of bands, namely uh, Nickelback. They just started, mm. they decided that it wasn't cool anymore. Like the hipster internet people decided, hey, you know who we can pick on? Nickelback. I don't know. It was like, it was a weird because they weren't canceled, but they were canceled by some people. Yeah, it, it is strange with Nickelback because how is this band that is simultaneously hated? How, how is it they've also sold, I just looked it up, 50 million albums worldwide? Right. They're very, so pe people are listening. That's an amazing number. They uh, still, 50 million. I don't know if they still do, but even like as like five or six years ago, we're selling out stadiums. So, right. <laughs> so, I mean, people are listening to Nickelback. And, uh, and also, it, it, I always thought that maybe they, it, maybe people made fun of them because they came across as sort of like a, uh, a faux uh, grunge band. Oh, okay. They maybe weren't really, they were really dare they? Grunge. How dare they? Yeah, how dare they? But they worked 50 million albums. You can't argue with it. And don't forget uh, Eddie's favorite, Creed. Ah, oh, yes. Let's make our escape. Come on, let's go there. Can you take me higher? In uh, the state of Oregon, it's against the law for a wedding ceremony to be performed at a skating rink. If I was going to get married again, that's where I'd want it. Eddie Barella. In the state of Oregon, people may not whistle underwater. Marconi.
Tony Baloney. You shouldn't whistle above water. People stop whistling. Mood killers. Marconi, there's a town in Spain, and they said that they want to fine people $800 for peeing in the ocean. What? So it... Now, I, I was just wondering, like, how they enforce this law. <laughs> yeah, how is that monitored? Yeah, like, is there maybe there's somebody with binoculars sitting in a lifeguard tower, and if somebody stands still in the ocean a little too long, it's suspect. Is that what's going on? And like, how do you how do you know is some, what they're doing? And so, what, how do they? I mean, because I mean, animals man, pee in the ocean, right? That's they live in there. So we'll find them. Find, so, throw them all in throw those whales in jail throw them all in jail <laughs> Whale jail well, it, it, this uh, this stupid law in Spain got me thinking though you know there are a lot of dumb laws all across always the country yeah. so I thought I, these are kind of fun I, I thought I'd look them up so why don't I have like this uh this document here it has dumb laws for every state so okay you tell me name a state why don't we start with Oregon all right so in Oregon it, it, this is a law you must Drip dry your dishes. Did you know that? Drip dry? You can't put them in the uh, the dishwasher? No. Can't put them in the dishwasher. Uh, they can't dry with the heated dry. They must drip dry. Maybe and that's you, where I got it from because I put my dishes in the dishwasher to dry. Like I wash them off by hand in the sink. Uh-huh. And then I... I think that's a little backwards. I use the dishwasher as a drying <laughs> rack. <laughs> well, you're not breaking the law uh, then as far as that law is concerned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the Hood River in Oregon, jogging is strictly prohibited without a license. You have to have a license to jog. What? Or maybe it's a driver's license you have to have, I wonder, to how jog. Can, how could that be? Because that means you can't <laughs> exercise unless you can drive a car. And then what if you're an octogenarian and you no longer have your driver's license anymore and you know you just wanted to get out and have have a little exercise a little cardio right and enjoy the the river be outside i don't understand that i don't get it the, the these are the dumbest laws in uh, the state of oregon it's against the law for a wedding ceremony to be performed at a skating rink <laughs> well that's but that's if, if yeah. i was gonna get married again that's where i'd want it at a skating well, it's not happening in the state of Oregon. You know, I, I like why why do they I want to know the story behind all of these laws. Why you think all these just, restrictions that seem really dumb. I you know what I want to do? I, 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 I want to have a uh, I want to have a thousand dishwashers. I want to dry all my dishes uh running by the river without a license and have a, a wedding, the reception and all that in the skating rink. You are just a rebel, sir. Yeah. Will I be in prison We're, for several days? Can I get on house arrest? Lock him up and throw away the key. We're uh, talking about ridiculous laws, laws that just don't make any sense. They're everywhere in every state, and we're looking at Oregon. Oregon, you can't get married in a skating rink, and I thought, right. I, when's the last time you were at a skating rink? I do love skating rinks, and I can actually skate, which is surprising Man, to even me. Know, like decades, I don't know. But you know what I really like about the skating rink is the smell. They all smell the same. <laughs> they don't have that. There aren't any uh, new yeah. skating rinks. All the ones that are open are, you know, revamped. Or, you like know, they're all from the 80s. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's kind of making a resurgence. I mean, there are people that really is do it? like skating. Yeah. So. I know that rollerblading is kind of coming back a little bit, too. Uh, more dumb laws in the state of Oregon. Ministers are forbidden from eating garlic or onions before delivering a sermon. 
Is that just because of the, <laughs> their breath? Like, I guess. But this is an actual law in the books. Like, you could, if you know, if you're at church and you, you your your minister uh, ate some uh, garlic, it should be illegal to do anything after eating garlic or onions. You know, right? And I want to know who's enforcing these laws and how they even started. There must have been a minister with some really bad breath, and uh, somebody went to a city hall meeting and complained about it until they. They, they shut this person up by saying, okay, we'll make it a law. We'll make it a law. When I have my special salad that has onions in it, I won't even get in my voice booth to do voiceovers because I know <laughs> yeah. that residual breath will be in my microphone sponge. Right. And so I got to like, I got to go through a whole routine before I'll even step into the booth after that. Well, we should make that a law. So, <laughs> it you know, should be. Uh, in the state of Oregon, people may not whistle underwater. You can't whistle underwater. You shouldn't whistle above water. People stop whistling. You know, right, actually. I wish we could throw people in jail for whistling. It's either uh, crude or rude. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, unless a, unless a, a woman is whistling at me, that's the only one I like. Um, oh, but, yes. but usually if a guy whistles at a woman, they're not into that. If somebody's happy and they're whistling a happy tune, you, you wish them dead. So stop it. Right. Lock them all up. I'm for that law being a real thing, yeah. But, you know, I want to, now that we have this list here, I sort of want to enforce some of these. (laughs) Because, you know, the the public resources, I think, are, are, they're they're doing more busy things. They have more important things to do. I mean, they're busy. So I I just want to drive around, you know, and enforce uh, enforce these weird laws. (laughs) Yeah, I want to make a citizen's arrest if somebody's whistling underwater. <laughs> Listen to previous episodes of Mood Killers wherever you find your audio content.